the Extreme BPM with Mark Extreme on eJazz Radio. So welcome to the Extreme BPM. My name is Mark Extreme. We do this every Friday where we get to talk to artists that make the music. During the week, we get to play the music. So Fridays, we get to hang out with the people that make the music. I have um, an interesting artist on the show because uh, she's in the UK, but by way of Bahamas. You like how I use that? <laughs> I have Chelsea Blues on the show. So Chelsea Blues, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so excited to talk to you because I haven't had someone do Neo Soul on the show. So I'm excited to have you. On the show. Thank you. <laughs> I introduced you as someone uh, uh, who is in the UK right now, but by way of Bahamas. What is the story here? So basically, I was born and raised in the Bahamas. Uh, my father is actually from the UK, though. Like you know, he moved over some years ago, fell in love. Here I am. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, yeah. in the Bahamas, music growing up wasn't something that you were told you could pursue as the career. You know, the the cliche story of no one. Everyone told me to stop singing. They told me I sounded bad. They told, yeah. <laughs> they told me, you know, if you go away, you can't come back. And I I decided I would challenge everything that people said I couldn't do. And at 18, I came out here to London in 2012. And I've been going ham ever since, basically. I've just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept pushing my music. And I mean, mind you, when I first came here, you couldn't get me to sing <laughs> to any. Let's start off there. Like, hey. I mean right now but you couldn't even get me to sing to you in public when i first moved to london i just went i'm gonna do this and i have no idea it scares me even now you know but here <laughs> so when you're in bahamas did you try to make some music did you try to i it, i think i think music creation really started i mean i started off freestyling that's always been my niche like i've mm. always written poetry and like freestyled on other people's beats like like even songs I already knew, like I could hear the person singing the like really famous song and I'd still just sing my own lyrics over it. Cause I went, yeah, those lyrics trash. My lyrics are amazing. <laughs> I don't know why, you know, you just have this big headedness as a, as a young artist, like, oh, I'm so amazing. And as you get older, you calm down. <laughs> you calm down, yeah. I think calm you get down. worn out. Calm yeah, down. I think you get tired. You're like, you know, the energy starts reducing. <laughs> I think it's the opposite. I think as the more I'm watching it actually pick up traction, the mm. more excited I get almost all over again, like that little inner child that first started writing those lyrics, you know. But you but it's just I didn't share the work. It wasn't until I moved here that everyone went, Why are you just keeping it to yourself? Like you should express it to everyone. And I went, Oh, not everybody. I don't know if everyone's gonna be okay with my- yeah. <laughs> There's some things I'm trying to say here, you know, and they're like, no, you should do it. And I guess over time, I started working for like Jump Off TV. Which oh, is yeah, yeah. Job. The UK, I know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They the company. So I started volunteering with them and they put me on spot. My first show in London was my Jump Off TV competition. <laughs> they threw me in last minute. We went, we need a singer. Somebody dropped out. You're up. I went, whoa that's that's not what i signed up for and they went we've seen you yeah let's go yeah (laughs) one thing you need to know about a hip-hop crowd they are brutally honest hip-hop crowds they know if they don't like you you will know but you know i had the crowd which is so it's so rare for a first time you go up to perform like properly and you actually get it i mean a lot of people choke i mean i choked at my graduation like I was supposed to sing for graduation from high school and I choked on that. And, uh, I managed to hold on 
just long enough for the crowd to be like, yeah, she was all right. She was yeah. all right. We'll, we'll keep her on. And then off the back off the back of that, I just started meeting loads of producers. But, that, but we have to like, get into we have to get into at that time. I want to know how your interest in your soul comes in. I want to know how does that come in. I think it's funny because I never really describe myself as a neo soul artist. I call myself a jazz soul artist, oh. and it's because my heavier love is in jazz. Like that's that's where it all began. I used to sing along with Billie Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald growing up because this is the music my mom listened to. You know, like Nina Simone and Nina all that. Simone, yeah, good music, and they'd have these beautiful long intros of music. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, you just hear summertime and the living is easy. And you just go, oh, I got to copy that. I have to make yeah. that sound. What is that sound? That sound just sounds like, <laughs> just like chocolate running like everywhere. <laughs> you know, and, it, and so that's what made me want to write. And so I always wanted to do jazz, but there I could never find producers that knew how to make jazz music. Because they actually so have to play instruments. Yo, well, that's a whole other thing. Like, it's all digital these days. People don't play instruments anymore. Nope. Very few. And so it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Now I'm getting hip hop beats and I have to make it sound like this jazzy, soulful music I want to make. Yeah. And that led me on to people like Bobby McFerrin and Erica Badu. Because then when I heard Erica Vadu, she does, you know, she does a little bit of the neo soul. She she plays around with the hip hop, but she also plays around with like the jazzy side. And, you know, it's all a bit of mix. And I was like, I'm, I really like that. Yeah. And then, and then I started smoking. And then I fell in love with Snoop Dogg. And, well, this is how my musical idols are now. Erica Badu, Bobby McFerrin, Nina Simone, Billie Holiday. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> you know, like it's, just, <laughs> it's kind of built itself over time of me finding my sound. It, it, it wasn't always one thing. I really just wanted to do jazz. And then yeah. I really just wanted to do soul. And then I couldn't live without, without one, without both of them. And then Snoop Dogg so, comes in and mixes up everything. <laughs> I just all Scrap it. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I couldn't find people to write beats for me, so I started freestyling. So when I go up on open mics, I would just say, hey, play whatever. Actually, you know what? Play an Amy Winehouse song. Yeah. And they play an Amy Winehouse song, and I would change all the lyrics. Oh, that's and, crazy. <laughs> and that's how I kind of got became known for it. And then, yeah, and then when I started working with producers in studio, when you first walk into studio with producers, they like to be like, oh, so... What are you gonna give to us? And how did you think this was gonna go? And I'm like, oh, um, 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 hit the beat, <laughs> hit the beat. I know what I'm doing. Hit the beat. And yeah. it's like pretend as if you got this all down. And once again, I just freestyle. <laughs> I just freestyle all over the beat, and I just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. But I'm just gonna pretend as if I've got this all together. And eventually, enough of it? just. Yeah, enough of doing that. You will find what you're after. You know, you will build that sound. And and now people have told me that I have a unique tone. And at first it was, oh, you sound a lot like Amy Winehouse. You sound exactly like her. Maybe you should fix that. You don't want to sound exactly like her. Yeah. And so, but but <laughs> so they didn't know that you are borrowing from all these places then. Exactly. It, it, it wasn't just that. It's just that, you know, even my idols 
have their own idols that are similar to me. Do you know what I mean? So we're all picking from the same pots and kind of admiring each other's work and building a new scene every year, every person, every generation on that same line, basically. No. Yeah, I think I think I think it's very I think it's it's very important uh, for people to know. You know, I I also like people when people get into uh, studio and they create other than having to box themselves up and say, hey, I'm I'm this is I'm a hip hop artist. That's it, and that's what they are known for. Yet they can actually move and push themselves to explore and and discover other things that they could have done if they had yeah. given the time. Yeah, no, so totally. people <laughs> need to teach them to sing, and I'm like. I can't, I can't teach you how to sing. I I didn't I did I didn't I wasn't taught. Yeah. I listened to somebody enough and I replicated the sound enough until I got that exact tone and then I found a way to slip it in so it, nobody realized where it came from. And and that's how I built it. And then when people come to me, I'm going, "Hey, whatever your favorite songs are, pick them out, play them on repeat. Just put them on a profile, play them on repeat. I guarantee you all those little things and sounds that you love, you'll come out after a month already knowing how to make them." without even like even on your first try just listen to it your voice your whole body will be able to replicate it naturally all you have to do is tap into it in practice yeah so uh, so how long did it take you to finally get to to your actual sound that you that you wanted to get yourself to the same amount of time you've been running your show <laughs> that's why probably 8 years now yeah it is 8 years of developing my voice from when amy winehouse was my soul idol to now you know having the five persons that I look up to as a combined package for what I sound like you know um also to, like I said 2012 you couldn't get me to sing to you like we could be alone in a room and I still would not sing to you i mean like <laughs> yeah i suppose when i when i first posted music videos not music videos um you know live youtube videos of me singing like a cover song i would do it i would just get dressed up sit in front of my camera do it post it close it leave the house don't watch it back you don't want Forget. to see a response yeah don't i don't care i don't want to know i'm i was terrified i just knew that if i didn't do it i'd never do it so i just needed to start i just needed to start and just post it and eventually i looked back at them and went oh my god thank god you don't sound like that anymore but <laughs> but at least we got somewhere you know we got we got there in the end <laughs> yeah we're here right now so <laughs> so in this in uh, do, do you do you feel like there is still more you're trying to push yourself to get at or uh, or right now you're looking at at you already have your bucket and that's it and you're not looking at uh, expanding on that every year is about growth every year is about growth and um it may not always be that I'm working on my voice it could just be like I've been because I'm an independent artist and it's just myself and and my uh, partner that work on this entire dream you know from the business the admin the budgeting the what it looks like at the final say the posting it's all done by just us too so you know every year is about learning something new and picking up and building the empire piece by piece you know i would say this year for me was i don't my only goal was i don't want the end of 2020 to come covid or no covid and i have nothing to show for it and then i ended up planning enough music videos to last me from now until december so you know it's just one of those things where it's 
can I stay consistent at least one goal this year? Can I make sure that I build up my following this year? I'm trying to hit 10K followers. That's been last year's goal. And I finally hit 3K. Well, 6K altogether. We actually have, you know, but you know, on Instagram is one set, but all together is like 6K. So I'm, I'm not a lot closer than I was like last year was 3K. This year we've hit 6K so far. You know, we only got 4K left to go to, to 10K following and then, you know. <laughs> and the important thing to note is all that is organic. Yes, 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 yes. I, I mean, I don't, I don't pay for, I don't because pay for followers. With, with all this time you've been uh, develop, uh, developing your sound and uh, uh, each year growing, you have targets, you, you, you have a set of videos lined up. Uh, are the videos for new music or are the videos for the music that has been out? Okay, so, um, <clears throat> well, the videos that have just been released, as in this month, I've done uh, last, yeah, four weeks ago, actually, yeah, last month, I released my first music video ever, and that's the first video from my EP Textures. Uh, big love to Blue Canarino, the producer for that. Um, and it's actually, the entire EP is 15 minutes long, from beginning to end you know seven tracks super digestible like you could walk to work if you like 15 minutes up the road and you'd be done with it and all it would leave you with is a complete sense of calm and uh the first video is actually blue intro which is actually the trailer for the entire music video series so next month is la playa the month after that will be goddess to girl after that will be simple life after that will be waves and then in december you're gonna get the official music video as a whole thing, like a whole 15 minute, like mini documentary style of the music videos in sequence. It's sometimes more about the lessons. I like to write lessons more so than a story. And because it's not about the story, it's about what you learn. And I say, you know, people are here reason, season, lifetime. Every month has a theme. Every year has a theme. And if you watch it closely, you'll be able to manage where you go next and yeah. how you decide to plan. So for me, it's like my music is a reflection of how I think in ways. It's like taking these metaphorical times and going, okay, sometimes there's not a lot actually happening in my life. Sometimes I'm just at home every day, just exhausted mentally from the thought of all of the work I have to do. Yep. And when I'm writing, I need to take myself out of my own shoes and put myself into someone else's situation for a second and go, oh, Actually, I know someone going through this right now, and I think it'd be beautiful to write about their story and what, um, or things that I would like to tell them that they won't appreciate now, but they'll appreciate it when they hear it on the other end. And so I'll, I'll write based on other people's situations around me sometimes and lessons that I would hope to remember myself, which is so funny because as human as we all are, when I listen back to my music, I'm like, oh, wow. Wow, I didn't I didn't think that would hit that way, but it actually does hit that way when when I need it to, you know. And <laughs> I know this seems a little strange. Like, how do you not know? But I, it, it honestly, it, I on I write to myself so that I don't forget things. I write to my future self, going. By the way, I saw that mom had this problem. If you ever have this problem, make sure you this don't do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, so that when I hit that and I go, what do I do? 
oh yeah, you wrote that poem or that song that one time to yourself that told you, hey, get it yeah. together. <laughs> Jesse Blues, how can people reach out to you? How can people get you on social media and uh, get uh, get to stream your music? Yeah, well, you can find me on Spotify, SoundCloud, Deezer, any major streaming platform, YouTube. Um, you can find my music there. Please go ahead and stream it and find me on Instagram at cblues.jazz. Um, Twitter is the same, cbluesjazz. And I have a website where you can sign up for my mailing list if you want the exclusive drops on everything. You'll get it on my mailing list. So go to <laughs> cbluesjazz.com and sign up for my mailing list. Bluesjazz.com, yeah, that's the website. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, well, welcome all. Thank you for listening. And uh, it's your girl Chelsea Blues. This is hoping for the best, and that's exactly what we're about to do. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't add on anything. So take care of yourselves, guys. Until next time, the extreme BPM is just videos where you are, and I will do this Fridays. That is at 8 p.m. East African time. The Extreme BPM.